Yo, welcome back to the local podcast. This is episode 56. This episode of the podcast is brought to you by Brian Nicholas Jewelry. They are Westmoreland's best kept secret for all your jewelry needs, and they're located conveniently inside of the Pawn and Jewelry Exchange right in downtown Greensburg, right down the road. Their husband and wife team, Brian and Ashley, they're there to bring your jewelry ideas to life and make the jewelry buying experience something that you won't soon forget. They're there to help you out with all of your jewelry repairs, engagement rings, just because gifts, or appraisal needs. On site, you have a master jeweler and a certified appraiser. You don't have to send those things out and then wait a couple days to hear things back. They're right there at your fingertips. You can find them on Instagram and Facebook at Brian Nicholas Jewelry, or you can just stop in and say hi at the Pawn and Jewelry Exchange. There's convenient parking right there at the pawn shop. You won't have to go search for a parking spot. So uh, what are you guys waiting for? Get down there and check it out. This episode is also brought to you by Greensburg Video. If you and your company are in need of social media videos, web videos, broadcast TV commercials, anything that you can think of that has to do with photography or video, you can hit me up at greensburgvideo.com or gbgvideo.net. Also, don't forget that you can advertise on this very podcast. If you're interested in that, reach out. Today on the podcast, we have Kelly Tamowitz and Jesse Hauser. Yes, the wifey is on the show today to talk about Bridges Hospice. That is the company that they work for, and it's an amazing local company owned by a nurse. All right, let's do it. Welcome to the local 724 podcast in three, two, one. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the local podcast. I'm your host, Jordan Hauser. Today, I have Kelly Tamowitz and my wife, Jessie, from uh, Bridges Hospice. Um, I wanted to have these guys on to sit and talk about the amazing company that they work for. Uh, I know everybody there personally, so I think it's an amazing place, but I wanted to get these guys on to talk about it. So, Kelly, if you want to uh, give us a little bit of history on the company and uh, just kind of tell us uh, what hospice is. Okay. So we are owned by one of the most amazing nurses out there. Um, Krista Cox had been in the hospice industry for quite some time, um, working in it as a nurse in different management positions. And she recognized the importance of providing this exceptional service to patients and families at one of the most difficult times of their life. So she looked at the industry and what she thought she could provide on her own. And she opened her own hospice 10 years ago. I believe she went from 10 patients to 45 in the first year Whoa. because of the exceptional service they provide. Um, and now we're much larger than that. For those that don't understand what hospice is, it can kind of be a really scary word to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, a lot of people associate hospice. When you say that word, they automatically think that something's going to happen. If they sign on to hospice, something's going to happen to their loved ones today or tomorrow. And that's not the case at all. Um, hospice is for life-limiting conditions, but it does not mean anything's going to happen today or tomorrow. It just means that the physicians can't cure you. And they have decided that they want a specialized team to take care of you, to make sure that you have the most quality left, um, quality given to you in your life and that you're comfortable and your family is well supported. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, that's just kind of like 
you know, being from the outside, hospice definitely is like a scary word whenever you hear it. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you guys do. You, uh, you know, take care of the people and, and make sure that they live out the rest of their lives. However long that might be comfortably and happily and, and all of that stuff. That's what you guys do. That's amazing. What you guys do. So Jess, do you have anything to say about the company or would you like to join in the discussion? Yeah. I mean, just to, you know, build on what Kelly said, um, I'm not a nurse, but I was introduced to hospice um, 15 years ago. I met Krista um, while I was going to college. I worked at a nursing home and Krista had worked for another hospice at the time. And she was um, a a liaison, a marketer for the hospice. So um, she was amazing back then. Fast forward a few years later, and um, I graduated college and she recruited me to be the HR person at the hospice she had worked at. Little did I know, three months later, um, our family would need hospice for my sister. Um, And Krista and my boss at the time, Christy McCrum, um, showed nothing but like support and love to our family in that short period of time. It was only a month that my sister lived um, after her diagnosis. But at that moment in time, I worked for hospice and I've never left. Had we not had hospice or those people involved um, with my sister, we never would have had the experience that we had. Um, but years later, we came to work for Krista, and she is amazing. My dad reminds me every day how amazing my boss is. Like he literally he remembers the moments and that time period and the support that they showed us during that difficult time to this day. And it's 15 years later. Um, And he, like I said, he reminds me every day how lucky I am to work for such an amazing person. Um, And it's, it's true. It's, it's a wonderful program that we have. Um, Hospice itself is a wonderful part of healthcare, but Bridges is an amazing company to work with, to work for. Hospice is truly the best kept secret. Um, Most people don't even know this benefit exists under Medicare and most insurance programs. And if I had a dollar every time somebody said to me, I wish I would have had you sooner, I probably wouldn't have to work today. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, like, hospice aside and, uh, you know, just the the thoughts that go along with the word. Um, talk to me, I guess, more about the atmosphere and the culture at Bridges as opposed to maybe some of the other um, bigger corporate uh, hospices and stuff in the area. Talk to me about how you guys are different. Oh, I could go on forever on how we're different. That's good. <laughs> we, we worked... Jesse and I worked for a corporate hospital for a long time. Mm-hmm. And although we, we provided exceptional care as well, the culture is so different at Bridges. It's truly a culture of taking care of the patients, the families, and the employees. Krista's philosophy is that if she keeps everybody happy in the company, then patients and families are going to have exceptional care. And they do. That. Yeah, is such a simple concept, but it doesn't happen everywhere. When you work for a hospital-based or a corporate hospice, there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through. 
Yeah. There's a budget and there's financial limitations and there's approvals for everything you need, whether it be physician or um, items a patient may need. And we don't battle that here. Our care is all about the patient and the family. Um, I think I had mentioned to you before, Jordan, when I first came to Bridges, Mm -hmm. every day I would be, what's the census? What's the census? How many patients do we have on service? Because I was molded to know that number. And finally, Krista said to me one day, why do you ask me that every day? Because it's not advertised everywhere. Like when I came from a different hospice, I knew the census every single morning. Right. That's not pushed here. So she said to me, Kelly, if we keep the employees happy, they will provide exceptional care. And then our census will always grow. And she was 100% correct. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, what I know about the company and what I know about Krista and the people that work there, like everyone there is like the the most amazing person and like i know all of you guys personally so i can say that it's just it's such an amazing thing to see like what you guys all do you know as a company and then for your employees um i mean like the benefits and stuff that you guys like have you know the uh um would you like the, I want to say like the Christmas parties and like the things like that, like things that you guys do to make your employees feel, um, appreciated, appreciated mm-hmm. is just like, it's, you guys are incredible. I mean, we really try to do that. Um, I hope that uh, that shows to our employees, you know, because we really truly have amazing employees, um, and they work hard and have a hard job every day they are they are out there providing um, the best care that they can give and we really try to um, support that with events and um, you know the benefits that we offer and not only that just like hearing them you know if they say this is this is something um, we have an adoption benefit um, that aids in adoption of a child and that stemmed from an employee who was going through the process and Krista thought okay that's a great thing to offer to my employees um you know a lot of our benefits come from employee requests or you know employee need and we get to look at our employees you know at a personal level. So if we go to make a benefit choice or, you know, add a benefit, we take our employees and their lives into consideration. So I think it's really important that we're able to make those good decisions and have a personal um, feel to them. Like we're able to like personalize them. Yeah, I mean, like, there's there's other things that, like, I've seen, and not only just, like, scheduled things, like scheduled events or anything like that, but I remember, um, you know, just recently, maybe last year, like, there was a nurse that was moving, or, or an aide that was moving, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this was in the middle of the week, in the middle of the day, yep. and, you know, some people from the company and then some of the husbands and stuff yep. like got together and we went and moved this lady in yep. one trip in one hour. Like she was out of the house and into a new house in one hour. 
like and and that's the type of thing that i'm talking about like krista doesn't um she doesn't allow like any of her employees to go through things uh, alone right it's like everybody it's like uh you heard the the expression like you know it takes a village that's truly like the motto that it seems that you guys really live by. Absolutely. I feel like it's super important that um, we're, and I'm all of our management team feels this way that we are there for our employees. You know, um, if someone walks into my office and says, I, I want to buy a house, like, where do I start? You know, then we go and like, we help that employee, you know, cause a lot of, a lot of times people don't have anybody else to lean on. So we are that those people however we can help we do and like you said it it does take a village and i feel like we all care so much about our employees that we would do anything for them whether it's me calling you in the middle of the day and being like okay jordan i need you to help go you know the u-haul please go to mckeesport and you know and i think our our spouses and our we all are so invested in the company and what we stand for that we would do anything for anybody. Yeah. Kelly, I mean. It's truly a family. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's a family. I, I consider everybody I work with as part of my immediate family. Mm-hmm. Everyone cares so much about each other. And to elaborate a little bit about what Jesse was saying about taking the employees into consideration when determining benefits and what's important, I mean, Krista asks, she'll yeah. put survey monkeys out. She'll put emails out saying, yeah. what do you want to see next year? What would be important to you? And she molds our packages and, and company to what the employees need. Mm-hmm. For yeah. sure. For sure. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's evident that, that, you know, the think you guys thinking of the employees is like top of mind. Right. Like, I mean, last year, uh, the Christmas party was at the, uh, the aquarium. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. It was, I think there this year, um, has been hard for everybody. And yeah. I think really we tried to think out of the box, um, about events, about doing things for our employees, about making them feel, you know, cause we can't get together. You know, we had staff meetings, we had events that we did throughout every year, um, for families, for our kids, for employees, you know, everyone was invited. And, um, this year was really tough to do that. So, um, you know, one of those things we just did in October, which was super fun. Um, Krista wanted to do a scavenger hunt, a team building, I, you know, team building event for our employees because, you know, for a lot of our new employees, they didn't get to meet other employees because you're in your area and, you know, we weren't able, unfortunately, to get together and, and introduce everybody. Um, so she really tried to think outside the box and say, like, how can I get my employees involved? Um, how can I get them to meet each other? And we did a company-sponsored scavenger hunt, and it was awesome. It was. And you know, when she first brought it up, I was like, hmm, I wonder if everybody's going to take, like, what are people going to think about this? Are they going to do it, want to do it, not... It was huge. I could not believe how excited the employees were and how much fun they had with it. And, and of course, Krista rewarded all the teams with certain prizes and 
um, you know, specialty prizes. And she, en she enticed everybody with, you know, her typical style to make it super fun and team building. And it's just, it's the culture. It's very, very different. Yeah. yeah. And what's so fun is um, that we're, again, we can't have or hold a, a Christmas party, but thinking outside the box she's like how can we hold something still but make it live and interactive for our employees so we're having a live facebook party a live christmas party same kind of events you know trying to stay with the same kind of tradition just thinking outside the box a bit and um i know that we're going to put a slide so slideshow together of all the you know, scavenger hunt pictures, favorite pictures. So I think the employees are going to be super excited to see everybody and what they did. And, you know, I know Jordan and I were in Tennessee because um, the management team were, they we were the leaders. So all the scavenger hunt pictures came to us and we were in Tennessee when this was going on. And yeah. Jordan's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm, I'm counting my points. I'm counting my points. I'm trying, <laughs> you know, I'd be like, look what they're doing. You know, they'd be like um, something like pumping gas for a stranger or, you know, delivering something um, to a first responder. I mean, they were gr not only for our employees, but they were community based things, you know, to show our appreciation to, you know, other other um, people. Yeah. But with you guys like getting so uh, uh, creative and thinking out of the box and things like that, um, obviously that's due to COVID and, and these things uh, going on in the world now. What, I guess, has been kind of the challenges that you guys have run into with COVID? Uh, COVID is COVID's tough. I mm -hmm. mean, for everybody in the world right now. Yeah. I think the biggest challenge with it, and, and I understand why it's occurring, but sometimes you can't provide the volume of care you want to patients because of limitations, which yeah. I don't know how to say this. The limitations are necessary. So mm -hmm. if someone resides in a facility, then there has to be restrictions there. So on an average day, if you took COVID out of the mix, our facility patients get their nurse, their aide, their social worker, their chaplain, volunteers, bereavement. There's so many more visitors for the patients. Yeah. And of course, and I fully understand why, there are restrictions now. So the facilities have to limit it to the nurse. And sometimes that's even limited to how many times they can go and um, often the aide. So they don't, they're not getting as many visits as they normally would with our hospice if you took COVID out of the mix. So I think that is, um, that's, that's hard for the staff. I'm sure it's hard for the patients and families too. Yeah. But like I said, I want to stress that I fully understand why. I mean, sure. we have yeah. to do it that way. But that I think, you know, it's, COVID's, COVID's been a challenge for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we, you know, you just, you can't do life the way we did life before. So you can't do your job the exact way you did it before because yeah. of the restrictions and limitations. And that's hard. Yeah. I mean, and it seems that you guys have been like really um, agile and you guys have, you know, been very adaptive and things like that. I mean, like what are some of the things I guess that you've had to adapt to? Well, I this? mean, 
you think about um, some of the things I, I think we've gotten a little creative with is you figure mm-hmm. like families can't see their patients or their loved ones in nursing facilities. So our staff will FaceTime them so they can see them. Awesome. Um, sometimes we have to FaceTime, like if, you know, if the facility has tightened up a little bit for a couple of weeks and sometimes mm-hmm. we have to do telehealth. So we've adapted in that way, but I think we've done an exceptional job. Yeah. of still providing fantastic care um, during this really challenging time. And I think we've done everything we can as far as trying to keep the patient's families involved as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do you guys see um, as like the future of bridges? I mean, like it's it's bright. I can tell you that it's bright only because, again, I know you guys personally. I know how the company, uh, you know, bobs and weaves, and and I know how how the things work uh, just from being married uh, to one of the managers here. Um, but you know, how do you guys see the future of bridges right now? Um, I, I see us continuing to grow because we do care differently. Yeah. Um, our culture is very different. We have some really unique things we do at Bridges that really benefit patients and families and facilities and referral sources. So I see us continuing to grow. They laugh at me all the time because I'm always setting a higher number and a higher number and a higher number I want our census to be at. And, and I always say to them, it's literally not because I want to be the biggest. I want to provide the care we provide to as many people as possible because I know it's the best. I know that our hospice provides the best care. And I feel like at that time in your life, it's so difficult. You deserve the best. For sure. Yeah. You know, and I always say to my staff, especially the new staff, there's no do-overs in what we do. That's right. um, people, they pass away on hospice. Yeah. So it is so important that our care is so exceptional and the patients and families are so well supported that when they are passing or have passed away, their families look back and say, it was a horrible time in my life, but hospice made it so much better for us. Absolutely. I don't ever want a family to say, my loved one was dying. It was a terrible time and hospice wasn't there. Yeah. That's not, that's not what we're about. Yeah. So it's so important that we make it easier for our patients and families during the one of the worst times that they're ever going to go through. Yeah. I mean, I, I can speak to, uh, you know, one of the, the, a time that hospice is there, you guys have a a PPG program. Yeah. I mean, that to me, I think is one of the most fascinating things that you guys do. If one of you guys want to explain what that is and tell some, like tell one or two of the stories, because I think they're incredible. Whoever. <laughs> um, it's a personalized patient goal. She's never this quiet. I, like, I'm not, I don't, I, I don't I'm get it. I'm kind of nervous <laughs> and I don't know why, but, um, come on. 
Thanks. Um, it's our, our PPG program. And anytime that we get a um, donation into Bridges, it goes into an account. And those funds are used for um, a patient's last wishes um, or last whatever their goal is. So if their goal is to make it to really want to see my granddaughter get married, we work to try to make that happen, you know, with um, transportation, with someone to sit there with, you know, our patient. Um, My goal is to go golfing with my golf league for the last time. You know, a lot of times, um, you know, it's everybody working together. Kelly, you helped set that one up. Um, you know, where a, a patient we had on service wanted to golf with her golf golf friends, her league, you know, one last time. And, and she got to do that. You know, our staff went to support. Um, they had lunch. They had an amazing time. Um, it's just something that they want to do for the last time. Something special in their life, you mm-hmm. know, to... Um, make their last days last, you know, however long, um, make an impact on their lives. You know, yeah. I think th- that was one of the ones that stuck out to me the most was, um, well, cause I like the golf and, uh, you know, this, this lady, she had, she'd been in a golf league, right? Yep, with her friends. With her and, friends. Uh, mm-hmm. This is something that they did like yep. every week or whatever. And, um, whenever she got onto hospice, um, you know, that was, that was her thing. That's what she wanted to do. Uh, one last time was like, go out and have that day, uh, with her friends and, and you guys made that happen. And that's like, so amazing. Like I've seen the pictures and it's just so amazing to see like, you know, staff driving the carts and stuff like that. And just like hanging out with them and taking pictures and golfing with them and things like, it's, it's just so cool to think that like, you know, that you guys are uh, granting, you know, the wishes for people. That's like such an amazing thing. I think building relationships in hospice is super important. And I think that, you know, I think that through the journey, however long that is with a patient and a family, that's what you're doing. You're building a lifelong relationship. And like Kelly said, you want to make an impact on that family. And it should be a positive one. It should be a, they were there to support me. It should be like I had personally, like 15 years ago, I remember Krista driving my dad around Pittsburgh, trying to find somewhere to place my sister. It's that support. It's that relationship that you build with your hospice staff. I mean, I I think we have an amazing staff and um, they provide amazing, excellent care and compassion and all the things that are good, like about healthcare is what our staff does. I mean, yeah, I, I just can't, I can't say it enough. I think I say it in interviews with people. I'm like, we have amazing staff I mean, because we do. It's the truth. We, they care about what they do. They care about who they work for. Mm-hmm. And that shows in the care that they provide. I mean, it's... Yeah. I mean, you guys have like, you know, a decent amount of employees. I mean, like you have a lot of employees, but the thing that I see as being different and not that I've worked in healthcare, but I've just worked at big companies like corporate companies and things is that, you know, employees tend to get lost in the mix in those big companies. And in this company, 
you don't at all. And I can speak to that personally because um, when I was working on the website, the one of the biggest things that Krista wanted was a staff page. And she wanted every single employee to be recognized on that staff page. And so that way, if a family um, was using Bridges, they could go and say like, okay, well, who's who's coming over today? Um, you know, is it, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, Christina or something like that. And like they'd go and you could go right on the website and you could find out who Christina is, what she looks like, what her, her background is, what she's interested in, her hobbies, things like that. So you feel like you could get to know somebody before they even get to your door. You know what I mean? And, you know, we do a lot of unique care at our company. Um, Krista, when she was in the field, recognized what patients and families need, um, especially in their final days. Mm-hmm. There's no staffing template we go off of. There's no um, limitations to what care we can provide, which is so nice. So she developed something called our bridge program, which is 100% unique to our hospice. Mm-hmm. And it's my favorite thing that we do. Um, when someone isn't doing well or beginning to the dying process mm-hmm. or just in crisis, we see them up to four times a day. That's yeah. unheard of in the hospice world. That doesn't happen. Yeah. That's so intense. the philosophy is that at that point, like think about it. When should you be most visible when families need you most? Yeah. And the philosophy behind it was, do anything you can for them when so they feel supported, the patient's symptoms are well managed, the family is supported, and we are visible and there for them. So it could be something as simple as letting the family go get a shower or yeah. run to the store because extra families coming in and they don't have um, you know, enough food in the house to to accommodate all the guests that are coming at the, at the end. Mm -hmm. Um, It could be that someone in a nursing home doesn't have family and we go extra just to sit and hold their hand or play music to them or um, just be there and be, and be visible at that time. So it is, um, it's, it's something that sets us apart and it's truly amazing. Yeah. I mean, it just, it just seems like there's, there's a lot that sets you guys apart from, from, you know, other places. Well, and it's just offering that extra support, you know, like it, it could be to manage symptoms on the patient, but it also could be just to support the family and give them a break, Mm -hmm. um, you know, provide them with the education they need or the support they need. Um, it's, it, it's a big deal. Yeah. That's awesome. Very good. Do you guys have anything else that you want to tell us about bridges that we don't know? I mean, I don't, I think we've, you know, I hope that we've put the point across that we, we are so proud that we work for this amazing organization and we're so lucky to work with the staff that we work with and, you know, the community and, you know, those people, you know, that allow us in that, that time of their lives, um, every day. 
I'm, it's just, it's an amazing organization. I, the, my motto I say every day is it's hospice done right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. She does. She says it every day. <laughs> she, <laughs> she does. It, yeah. It is hospice done right. And it's, um, I've never been more proud to work for a company in my entire life. And on the most challenging day, you know, during anything, whether it's just busy or COVID or whatever the case may be, I can tell you that not one person ever complains about coming to work. Yeah. Everybody wants to be there. We're fully vested in the company. They, all the employees are, I think, feel the same way that we, it's, it's an honor to be selected to be part of someone's life mm-hmm. at this Absolutely. point. And we love what we do. Yeah. yeah. It's definitely not a, just a job for, for, yeah. for hospice in general. I, I think in any, you know, any part of this healthcare, yeah. it can't just be a job. It's so important, but I mean, she's truly vested in what she's built yeah. and what she, you know, She's so proud of it. Like Kelly said, she's so proud of her employees and what they do every day and the care that we give. And um, like I could go on for days and talk about how awesome she is and how awesome everybody is. I mean, for real. I oh, yeah. I think Jordan gets sick of me talking like at night. I'm like, this happened and this happened and I'm so happy. And blah, it's you know. all work all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's like the work I show. D- I don't get annoyed about it because it is like i don't work there but i'm so invested in the place because of well a my wife works there and b i've just made personal relationships with everybody that works there that it's just like i mean whether i'm taking your photo uh or you know doing the web working with the people to like build the websites or going out with you know the husbands or whatever to go do stuff (laughs) It's fun. And I think that's the most important thing to say as well. Krista, hospice is hard. Hospice is hard. It's a hard job. It's hard. Mm -hmm. But she makes it fun for us every day. Mm -hmm. She allows us to have fun. She allows us to laugh and share stories and be a family and be humans. Yeah. It's important, especially in this business. It really is. You have to like what you're doing. You have to yeah. love what you ha- you're you have doing. To love what you're doing. Because you, have you to love can't it. provide exceptional care unless you love what you're doing. Yeah. Right. And, it, and it's not, and like, I know you and I can talk about this all the time, Kelly. It's not for everybody. I mean, there's no. nurses and aides and, you know, clinicians in the field that it's just not their thing. And that's, that's fine. No. It has to be like your thing. It has to be your calling. Like it, it, you really have to, cause it's hard. And some days I'm sure our nurses and our clinicians, you know, it's hard for them but they pick right back up the next day and keep providing amazing care and that's that's i don't don't know what other word to say but that's so important it's so amazing that they're able to do that they're able to pick themselves back up if they had a hard day if they had a particularly Mm -hmm. hard death um you know they're able to go right back at it the next day which is that, yeah, that's I don't intense. know what that's called. I don't. I don't know what word that would be, but uh, other than amazing, I don't yeah. know. You know, it is. And how many times have you know we know a, a team of for a patient is 
had a really rough week mm-hmm. or, you know, and how many times has Krista said, check on them, do this for them, make sure they're, make sure send they're them okay flowers, send them flowers or right. call them, make sure they're okay. I mean, it's, it's a culture that I, most people wouldn't even understand. Right. And they support each other too. I feel like that's super important. Um, in the, they, you know, they're out there providing care in the field and they're not in, the, they don't work in the office or work in a setting, you know, a building and they lean on one another as well, which is yeah. super important, you know? Um, so is, I mean, is there anything that, uh, we, we didn't touch on? Is there anything that you guys wanted to say? Now's the time. I mean, I don't think so. I just, you know, Bridges is local to the area and mm-hmm. we provide care mostly in Allegheny and Westmoreland County. Um, and, um, you know, if you would need our services, you can find us at bridges.org. Bridgeshospice.org. Sorry. <laughs> or bridgeshealth.org. Right. Um, there's forms on the website that you can fill out like contact forms, contact um, forms. Um, also just, you know, Facebook. Um, yeah, you guys can, you guys are very active on Facebook as far in like hiring and stuff like that. If you're looking for a job, like if this is something that you think, uh, is like down your alley, uh, I mean like check it out because you're not going to find a better company, uh, to work for. I mean, this is, if you want like a really personal experience at work, you know, this is, this is where you want to be. That's, that's for sure. Thanks, Jordan. Absolutely. I said, I'm, I'm never this nervous and I'm nervous and I don't, even I've know. never I'm, seen her this nervous. I'm in actually life. in my attic, you know, in Jordan's office yeah. doing this and we've done this before. And, um, all she does is talk and all I do is talk and I'm kind of nervous. Yeah. Oh, well, that's okay. It's all good. Kelly, do you have anything that uh, you wanted to add? No, it's just, it's the best company out there. And I hate when anybody needs us because it's, that's terrible. But if you are at a point where you have a loved one that needs our service or you need it, um, it's worth interviewing. Sure. All right. Thank you guys for coming on. Um, You know, I hope that, you know, things just continue to get brighter and brighter for the for the future of the company. I obviously it will. Um, but uh, thank you guys for coming on the show. Thanks and, for uh, thanks for having us, Jordan. Absolutely. All right, there goes Kelly and Jesse. Was very nice to have my wife on the show. I enjoyed that a lot. If your family or someone that you know is in need of hospice services, you can reach out to them at bridgeshospice.org. It's an amazing small company. And the ownership is just top notch. You'll never find another company that adds that personal touch uh, to an experience like this ever anywhere in the, in the world. Um, so be sure to check them out at their website. That's bridgeshospice.org. Or you can check them out on Facebook if you're looking for a job. If this is something that you do and uh, it sounds like a right fit for you, you should definitely take the time to... Hit them up on the website or on Facebook and uh, schedule yourself an interview. They're always looking for talented people, passionate people. Um, That's what they need. Again, this episode of this podcast was brought to you by Brian Nicholas Jewelry. They are right inside of the Pond Jewelry Exchange. So it's definitely a little hidden gem inside of Greensburg. I mean, they're not your typical 
jewelry shop. There's no stuffiness. There's no intimidation or anything like that. They're really there to help you out. And the fact that they are a husband and wife team really makes it a welcoming atmosphere. As I said earlier, you have access to a master jeweler and a certified appraiser right there on site. You can find them on Instagram, Facebook at Brian Nicholas Jewelry, and uh, you can even just stop in and say, hey, that's how loose the atmosphere is there. It's really cool. Just pop in, say, hey, ask some questions, and they'll tell you what's up. Go check them out. I hope you guys are having an awesome week so far, and we'll see you next week for another episode. See ya.